Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Drinks, Movie News, Reviews, and Booze, episode 11. I'm your host, Dennis, once again with Justin and Mike. Hello, hello. How's it going, fellas? Good, good. I know episode 11's not a big deal, but I still got you guys some fun beers. (laughs) Very nice. It feels nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just like like every episode before, we get some drinks, we we try them out, something new seems to be. I'm trying to see... I see you snooping. <laughs> Just a quick peek. He's, you're, it's Christmas uh, Eve and you're looking at the uh, what so you got well, in there? Santa So I did something. I got us all different beers from uh, the same company this oh, time. Cool. Try mm. three different brands. I'm going to start with mine. Uh, it's not a lackluster. It's just a luster. Okay. Huh. Uh, from the Trailway Brewing Company, a Hoppy Session Ale. Mm-hmm. That sounds all right, actually. Uh, for Mike, I got you a a dunder. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> all right, a, an Australian pale ale. Interesting. Oh. I've never had uh, an Australian pale ale. You would think if it's Australian, it'd be called like the Land Down Dunder or something like that. Mm. Some 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 yeah. sort of punny call. Thing. Call them up, Dennis. <laughs> you know yeah. best. Get, let's get you on. Uh, on the Trailway uh, marketing team. <laughs> and for Justin, I got you a double IPA double. Ooh. Box theories. That's a lot of doubles. The double double beers. And there's a little... I don't know what that's from, but... <laughs> Interesting. Did that come with this? <laughs> uh, 8% alcohol. Oh, I did not look at the percentage. <laughs> if you guys get drunk, it's... Yeah, you're gonna need to sign this. It'll be a good episode. Be uh, be responsible, okay? Uh, yeah. So they're all pale ales, huh? Even yours, right, Dennis? You said it was. Uh, Mine's oh a no, session it was a ale. Session ale. Yeah. Yeah. What does that even mean? We're about to find out. Yeah, let's find out. So three, yeah. two, one. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. I am. I guess I can drink from the can. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I want to try. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm greedy. I want to I want to try it all the beer. That's good. Oh, oh this God. smells yeah. great, actually. You want to try it? Might as well try it. No, I still got. Okay. Yeah, took just took a sip of um, Justin's uh, box theories. Uh, double double pale ale. It's delicious. I really yeah. like that. Actually, I like a I like a pale ale. You know. Well, get ready for a session ale. Session ale. I like, I dig that one quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like mine. Good choice. That's not bad either. Box Dennis, I like that. All right, give me some of yours. Let's hope mine's a winner too, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You guys guys are fans of uh, those two. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't mind that either. Dennis? I think that was really good. Yeah. We got a, another glass. Trailway Brewing Company, you're just... You're doing something... You know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, so this is the Australian Pale Ale. Is it, did I give you anything other than head? <laughs> oh, there was a lot of head in there. <laughs> oh, sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything there, though? Yeah. There's... Okay. <laughs> uh, I still got my whiskey and Coke in the oh, other glass okay. there, so... Okay. Enjoy on my behalf. <laughs> How do you like that one? That's pretty good. These were really good picks. 
Mm-hmm. But yep. we got we only got to pick one. You got to pick. I, I would say the box. I like yeah, the that, one. That, I definitely that one's like really one. good. Like for an eight percent one too. That we yeah, because it, it, it doesn't. It's not like it's not really stronger in alcohol um, flavor. I guess <laughs> like it's not a it's not a strong alcohol uh, flavor. It just yeah, it's very citrusy. Um, yeah, that's good. So and this Trailway is, this Brewing's all Box either. Theories. Yeah, this Dunder Australian Pale Ale. I was looking at a... There was like another sour beer, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, stop doing yeah. that to yourself. <laughs> there was, it's such a good start, but like that last one I had was just god awful. Yeah. Thank it, god it, that company I didn't put it, their names on the can. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't carbonated to begin with. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was made properly. And then also... I don't know, yeah, maybe, like, whoever did make it just, like, I don't know, it was, like, <laughs> backwash or something. <laughs> it was terrible. So, jumping into the news, we'll start with the one bit of TV news I think I have. It better be Powerpuff Girls related. It is not, I'm sorry, there's oh. no... I feel new. like there was definitely Powerpuff Girls. There was set photos, I told you, I think, last week with their costumes and whatnot. Okay. People are complaining that they're... I. Like, I don't, like, I knew their costumes in the cartoon were, like, just colors. Yeah. And that's what they are on this live-action version, but people right. aren't happy because, people I don't know. People are never happy about anything. So, you know. What can you do? But, a uh, question for you, since you've watched this, uh, <gasps> watches, uh, this show, that how much do you think uh, it costs for one season of Game of Thrones, budget-wise? Oh, it was super expensive. I can't yeah. remember what the price was, Not, but it was a yeah. huge, huge budget. I didn't watch the show, but like, I just aware. I think that on it... average, each season, maybe this is less than I think, was like a hundred million, which is probably pretty decent for a TV show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was the longest seasons were like ten episodes. So you know, and, and some like, of them were only the last season was only six. So. so you know, so between production and probably casting, get it? Yeah, hundred million, give or take, whatever. Special effects, like mm. there's a TV show coming out that we have yet to see a thing for. It's come out this year, and the first seasons already cost at least four hundred sixty-five million dollars. Wow! Any any guesses? Um, so it's a show. Oh, is this the Lord of the Rings show? Bingo. Oh. Okay. That's, yeah, the Amazon yep. original Lord of the Rings. That show. we know absolutely nothing about. All I know is that they were they shot. Well, no, I think they wrote a whole season. Yeah. Then they started shooting, and then they were like, we're going to scrap the whole thing and start over. Really? Like, after, like, shooting, like, one episode. Whoa. And then, like, they got, like, renewed for a second or third one. So they were like, oh, we got to... Season? Re yeah, season. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So at least $465 million invested in wow. this TV show. And as far as I... Yeah, like, we haven't heard anything. It's like, we don't know if and this like is... And, like, the is this biggest just... name was Will Poulter, I think his name is. He's from the... Uh, right. Were the Millers. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. He was... They shot yeah. it, and then, like, they had to redo stuff. Scheduling conflicts, he had to drop out of his role. Ooh. Okay. So, and then there's already, like... I know the... Yeah, like, it's like Mike said, like, there's been, re there's been casting... But, like, some things already had to change because of yeah. the pandemic going on and whatnot. Right. So, so Yeah, that's... So, without, like, they haven't advertised anything yet, so that no. budget's going to go bigger yeah. than... 
I guess That's they're really banking on this, right? I mean, yeah. Amazon still doesn't have that like tentpole show. Like mm. it's it got close there, kind of with the boys and yeah. Invincible now, but like it's tried so many different. It did like American Gods, right? Th- no, yes. wait, no, that wasn't Amazon, was it? I think in, I think in the states it was like stars or something okay, like that. Yeah. yeah, and then elsewhere in the world uh, they did it through uh, Amazon. But yeah, they did. I think I could uh, stop like Jack Ryan's a good one. Yeah, but and, that's or, not but like, like you know like when you say Netflix, you're like thinking oh Stranger Things right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like Netflix has quite a few things. Like it had the Marvel stuff. It had. Yeah, it's got like Ozark. It's got mm-hmm. uh, Orange Is the New Black was like a huge hit for them like every like netflix for every you know obviously there's a lot of garbage on that kid ourselves but like they i would say they have more you know hits and then like i just feel like amazon keeps you know swinging at things yeah. and like trying because like jack ryan like yeah it's a good show i watched you know some episodes but it's not like it's not That's drawing it. people to that yeah. platform. Yeah. So I think they're really like gearing up for this to be obviously they're spending half a million dollars on it. That's obviously, a lot of friggin' money. But I'm just like it's so curious. Like, what is this show? What do you guys want from this show? Like, what do you want? What do you hope this would be? Do you want this to be an adaptation of the book? I mean, we got those movies already. Do we need that again? In longer no. form? Cause I like I I don't know like I'm not outside of the movies and the like. I didn't even think I read any of the books. Yeah, it's like that's my knowledge. Yeah, and the lore I know. I know there's a lot more that the movies don't sure. indulge in. Absolutely. And uh, but uh, you know, I'd like them to stay away from the movies that we already did and give us something completely like, what's new. The point, right? I mean, other yeah. than like the purists that want because. What I think I would want to see is, yeah, just more stories in the world of, you know, Middle Earth, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's what I'm more interested in. First of all, I'm not really a Lord of the Rings guy, to be, yeah. like, completely honest. Like, I watched all the movies. I haven't seen any of The Hobbits. I yeah. didn't watch any three of The Hobbit movies. I watched, yeah, those Lord of the Rings movies. And I just, I'm not into it you know like it's it's fine i understand like i appreciate the filmmaking that went into it like it's they pioneered a lot of things making those movies and like i i appreciate it and that's that it goes back to that harry potter thing where like (laughs) i appreciate what jk rowling did and like making this world and and yeah i I love yeah like jrl Tolkien into this where it's like I appreciate that world. Like, that's incredible, you know? Like, that's a whole thing. And, like, Star Trek. Like, these are all things that, like, I love those universes. Whereas, you know, with, like, Star Wars, even. Like, Mm. I appreciate that universe probably more than any of those movies. Like, to be honest. Like, counting for all nine movies. Like, just that world that George Lucas created (laughs) is way more valuable and, like, what i respect more than like anything that we ever really got you, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Do, am i making any sense or am i just like no, saying words? No, I understand. Um, so that's that's how i feel about lord of the rings like it's i feel like it's a very lush and vibrant world that like i i kind of want to just see other stories set within that world and like especially mm-hmm. yeah if you're doing these seasons worth of thing like 
I understand that it's a, they're long books, and you know, uh, I'm sure that that story wasn't told just in those three movies. So like, you could adapt the books again if you wanted to, yeah. but like, I don't really. Why? Yeah, exactly. I don't see why they need to. But so. I do work with someone that like he is like this purist that he's like, yeah, he, like he's watched the movies, he's read the books like so many times, and like he wants this show to be the book like on screen yeah and i'm just like really like you just read the book at that case in that <laughs> yeah case. exactly like, but he's like oh no like it like it would i i do want to just see it presented you know uh, on screen yeah so i don't know like i know in high school i read most of the books the, the hobbit ones included and of like the original trilogy yeah you know i remember like there being large sections even like major characters that were kind of cut out of the movies but like i still think like the movies did a really good yeah. job of adapting those yeah. books into film so i mean i don't see any reason like you'd just be getting 90 percent of what you already saw with just these added features and these added yeah. characters right. so it's all going to seem super familiar so yeah i don't feel that that would be necessary so i'd like to see something completely original no returning characters we don't have to see legolas make a cameo i agree but then like, <laughs> at that point too though like do they call it lord of the rings i was like you read my mind it, my is God, that right, right? yeah I was like, uh, like yeah, could they just true. call it middle earth yeah. and here's yeah some other adventures because like if it's if it's not about the ring Right. Yeah, like what you, you don't need to call it the Lord of the Rings. Is um, there a game coming out just based off Gollum? Yeah, or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, they released a couple trailers, and it looks like a game. I guess I've and, never seen anything for well, it. I'm just like those, those Middle Earth games are supposedly pretty good. Like they're Warner, those Warner Brothers uh, Montreal games. Uh, neither of you guys played them. Shadow of War, Shadow oh, of Mordor. Yeah, or... I played Shadow of Mordor. It was yeah. it was quite I enjoyable. That was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't so and much. That's like... not like the story of Lord of the Rings, right? Like that's yeah. just a set within that world. Like, well, yeah, the first one's kind of like you. It, you're, it ties in. Or... Yeah, they're referencing the events as yeah. they're taking place, but you're not there for them. Yeah, and it's just like that game. It was a good game. It was fun to play. Yeah. But it, it wasn't the story that was enjoyable. Right, yeah. It was just they created play. this... Uh, it's yeah. that Arkham combat, right? It's yeah, the like Arkham the combat. And they created like this nemesis system where like if an orc kills you, then they go up in the ranks and like every orc is different and stuff. So they just created this completely new yeah. concept yeah. and this new system, I've heard, I've heard which made it a really fun game. But the story was just... Generic. Like, generic. Yeah. And, you know, they bring characters in. And then the second one, I started playing it but couldn't get into it, but... They tried really hard to like bring in characters from the other games mm. where like one of the main characters that's kind of leading you is Sheila the Spider. She she was in the, the third movie. And she takes a very sexy human form. Which is, you know, I don't believe that ever happened in any of the books. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, okay. So now it's, you know, she's this intelligent person that's leading you. And you're like, oh, well, in the movie she was just a spider that got stabbed in the face but so it's just like and the same thing in a fantastic beast they took a in the second fantastic beast movie we got the uh i forget his name the snake i never watched the second of one. like 
No, of like Harry Potter, there's like a giant Slytherin. Snake. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget his name at the moment. That's what snakes like, do. But like, Voldemort uh, yeah. had like this pet snake thing. Okay. And in this Fantastic Beast one, you find out it was a random sexy woman that got turned into a snake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I guess it makes them more interesting. That's what I'm thinking they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just you know. But yeah, like there's, it's definitely an interesting universe, and there's a lot there. There's a lot of history. I'm there's even a, I can't remember which one of the books it is, but like at the back, there's got to be like twenty pages. It's just like a breakdown of the history, and like these are the major events that happened during these years and stuff like that. <laughs> and you're reading it, and you're like, some of this sounds really interesting. So yeah. I mean, they could just be picking a random sentence there and going with it. <laughs> right on. So we know nothing about it. Like we know nothing about this TV show. Yeah. yeah. Other than it costs four hundred sixty-five million dollars at the moment. <laughs> you know. Um. Let's go with other fun news. Uh, so we got the Lego Movie. We got the Trolls Movie. Got this like idea of like taking toys and making a oh god movies about yeah. just like yeah. the toy yeah. type of deal. What if we dabble into like candies and chocolates? Because okay. There is a animated Marshmallow Peep movie in the works. <laughs> wow. I know, sure. crazy. Best news ever. I and, mean, okay. I thought you were going, because you mentioned like candy and like chocolate. I was thinking you were doing like an M&M That's movie. Right? Like those what's are what we like can hope for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like those are actual characters. Actual likable, funny characters. <laughs> what are... Like the are those the little are, chicken things? Yes, the little like they're like marshmallow and they're shaped like little chicken. I don't like, like those at they all. They come out around Easter. Yeah. Just like this movie will in probably twenty twenty four. Yeah. So you know. Sure. Yeah. Like do we know who's No, there's the there's literally <laughs> nothing about this except that it's in the works. Great. So you know. It's gonna set the whole candy verse. Perfect. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we've that <laughs> Twizzler movie. <laughs> Uh, let's go with, uh, so Seth Rogen, he is producing a, the next nin Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Really? And, uh, it's going to be an all CGI, uh, adventure. Okay. Okay. This time they're, they're not doing the suits, not doing the crappy CGI slash human hybrid, like the last two Michael Bay produced ones were. Mm -hmm. Um, all of this, all I'm, all I'm getting at is that the character descriptions came out of, as of the four turtles and... Basically, it's just like they're teenagers. They, he's wanted to point out that like they're not going to change anything about them because <clears throat> there yeah. was like when the last two movies came out, yeah. people weren't too pleased with the what they look like and the, like you know they uh, yeah they even tweaked some of the origins of the turtles I think and then at one point they were just, what was it going to be called at one point until there was like backlash it was just, like Ninja Turtles they were getting rid yeah of, like, they were Ninja Mutant part or yeah like that. they were like. So, you know. Yeah, because originally they were just going to be aliens. Yeah. And so they wanted to get remove the word mutant from it. And then that got everyone in this huge uproar because it's like you're trying to change this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Let let them do their thing. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, so Teenage Turtles are going to be teenagers. Great. Sorry, yeah. That's a really good point, actually, Justin, too, where it's like, these are going to be bad movies. Anyway, we know that. <laughs> we know that these are going to be bad movies. So, like, 
why not let them change the title of it? Would you rather than make a bad movie entitle it after the thing that you love? Any like, <laughs> is that the best option? Like, when you can like pull the whole oh, it's not an actual TMNT movie. It's just yeah, like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like not a, canon guys. It's kind of like that '98 uh, Godzilla. Oh, the U.S. Godzilla <laughs> yeah, movie where yeah. like. You know, it's titled Godzilla, and everyone hated that, right? Yep. So, like, wouldn't it wouldn't it have been better to like not call that Godzilla? Like, yep. just call it a just name it something else and make it a doesn't like Japan or something like that already like call it something totally yeah, different. Yeah, they just call it Zilla. The Zilla yeah, yeah, like they just like that. completely disconnected it from. Yeah. Yeah, no, the that's, Godzilla. That's, they took the God part yeah. away from the name, and they just call it Zilla or something like that because it's not worthy of being called, called Godzilla. Can you yeah, imagine so, spending that kind of money trying to make this big, big project that you're proud of, and then people are just like, "Oh, we don't want it to be connected at all. We're taking the God out of it." Yeah. <laughs> it's like we are. You should be ashamed. Yeah. Like so, like yeah, it's best just to let them call it whatever they want. Yeah. And that way, if it soils your nostalgia or your attachment to it, just like that way, you can distance it distances itself, right? Yeah, so exactly. That you don't have to worry about it, and it's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> no, that's um, that we is a good are point. getting. A Dracula spinoff. Uh, we're getting from. A, I I'm assuming it's a spinoff from a book. Okay. There's a character named Reinfeld. Yeah. Renfeld or Renfield or Renfield. Uh, there's gonna be a movie based off him. Uh, based on him, he's the star. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know anything about these characters. So. All it is, it's gonna be directed by Chris McKay, who is directing an upcoming Christopher Pratt movie called uh, Tomorrow's War. So you know, yeah. That that dark universe reboots again with oh Renfield. boy. <laughs> um, we got. Do you, do you not read everything from the list in order? Uh no. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you crossed out a couple at the bottom. Then this one was in the middle. Because when I write the news down, it's just as I'm reading the articles. Right. Okay. And then when I'm doing the show, I try to kind of combine like what goes together. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's clever. And that's, you want to save like the juiciest pieces. Yes, I got a great end. one for the last one. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, you're the one you opened with. We ended up taking <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time into. So, but yeah, um, yeah, he just writes it down, right? Yeah. So uh, we got uh, Cruella coming up. What other characters do you want movies based on? Oh no. In the theme of Cruella. Like established established like yeah. villains or not necessarily. I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is a Yeah, these are villains. Villains. Yeah, villains. Jeez. Uh, are we talking Okay, well give us easy, like easiest some sort answer of... is like none probably. <laughs> I don't yeah. really care for So me. no one wants a movie based off the evil stepsisters in, in the Cinderella? Not no. even a little bit. Like, no. Even even if it's, even if, but it's made it's going to be uh made from by uh, Kristen Wiig. She's connected to the project somehow. That's that's great, care. but yeah. Still no thanks. I mean, they weren't all that interesting in the, in the original source material. They were just yeah. really rotten people <laughs> <I It's>, mean, <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's pretty hard to uh okay well here's the thing about cruella yeah like so so cruella's not something a character 
you think you would ever sympathize with. But at least she's a character, mm-hmm. right? Evil stepsisters. The evil stepsisters <laughs> from Cinderella. Like, they are not characters. No. They are just there to be horrible, horrible people to Cinderella. Yep. And, like, Cruella, like, she has a motivation. She is... Yeah, we know her name, Cruella Deville. Like, we know that character. What are the names of the evil stepsisters? No one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Why are you making this movie? Money. <laughs> yeah, so I've got zero interest, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll turn into something. <laughs> something be better than nothing again. <laughs> they turned into something. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> the evil, yeah, sisters turn into the. They have to be the. Like, they get turned into the glass slippers or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we got some director updates. Um, we got the Miller World that's being created by Netflix. Yeah. A uh, movie based on Starlight. Mm. It's going to be directed by uh, Joe Cornish. Okay. Yeah. Um, who is, I think his, most, his famous movie is Attack, Attack the, the Block. Attack the Block. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's doing that. Um, our, our boy Jordan, Jordan bought Roberts, mm. who was going to do the upcoming, uh, Metal Gear Solid yep. movie and did, a Kong Skull Island. Right. He's going to do, uh, a Gundam movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if you were excited <laughs> or not. I, I was excited at first, but then it was like, I, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of upset that he's like testing the waters with his mech stuff with Metal Gear to go on to like Gundam. Like, I don't know. I guess that's heavier on stuff, right? Like the Gundam series is, is definitely yep. heavier on mech. But like, I yeah, because like Metal Gear, like you can make a Metal Gear movie and barely have a Metal Gear in it. Like it, it's because those are the games. Like it's. You go through most of the game not encountering a Metal Gear yeah, until the true. end of the game. So, like, that's kind of what a Metal Gear... You kind of expect that from a Metal Gear Solid movie where, yeah, it's going to be Snake Plis- uh Not Snake Pliskin. Uh, <laughs> solid Snake sneaking around a, you know, facility. And then at the end, it's like, oh, my God, there's a Metal Gear. <laughs> and now I have to destroy it. Um, whereas Gundam, it's like, yeah, it's pretty much... With wall to wall meth, yeah. right? <laughs> the Gundams are pretty much the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to watch it. I'm sure it'll be like the fight scenes and stuff will be cool. I liked Gundam growing up, so, but, you know, I'm still. I've been, yeah, no, I attach. I, I, I never watched. There's anime, <laughs> and yeah. then there's like, I'm assuming, was there games? I don't know. I don't. There was some games, but I think, like, well, I mean, there was quite a few games, but I don't think, like, you got the odd one that was good. Good. (laughs) I grew up with you, and I had no idea you were in a Gundam. (laughs) Well, just... (laughs) Well, no, it's just, like, I guess... He was so shocked (laughs) that you had any sort of reaction to this. He was like, you know what Gundam is? Well, I guess just when I was younger, I had one friend that liked Gumdub Wings. We watched that together. And then, I guess, you know, it wasn't when I was younger. But, like, I guess in the past six or seven years, 
I started collecting some Gundam models and watching the That's TV show. Totally and... cool. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is like, you know, I said younger, but I mean, uh, six years ago is when it started, really. Oh boy. Um, Mike Flanagan, who is known for yeah. his most recent movie, was Doctor Sleep, and he okay. did the uh, the Haunting of Hill House and right. the other one, Bly Manor. Bly, yeah. uh, he's directing a movie called The Season of Passage. Don't ask me what it's about. Didn't click on the article. Just read the headline. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. It's probably some sort of horror, I, I, I would imagine. I would assume. <laughs> based on his repertoire. Um, I recommend Dr. Sleep if you guys haven't watched yeah. that yet. I haven't watched it's it. It's a little on the long side, but, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to get around to it. Um, Get into uh, some casting news. Uh, Shazam adds Lucy Liu as the character Calypso. Really? Very nice. Two different reactions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not aware of who Calypso is. Yeah. I like Lucy Liu. Yeah. Um, who is Calypso? A bad guy? Uh, she, yeah. Um, I really don't remember Eclipso being female. Maybe I'm thinking of a different character, though. Uh, yeah, Eclipso. Yeah. Uh, so she joins, because uh, I think last week I said Helen Mirren was casted right. as a villain as well. Yeah. Um, we have Indiana Jones casting. Oh, um, that's, that's, that's still going on. Indiana with... Jones 5. Okay. Uh, with Shia LaBeouf. No, he is not part of the casting. He's not part of anyone's casting right now. <laughs> yeah. um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge yeah. and Mads Mikkelsen has joined the cast of Indiana oh, Jones 5. Bet you Mads Mikkelsen's going to be the bad guy. More than likely. Um, Toxic, uh, Toxic Avenger. There's a reboot of that happening. A reboot? Was yeah, there... Oh, okay, yes. No, I was thinking so. Okay, yeah, because... Uh, Peter Dinklage is tied to this one. Yeah, okay, yes. Yep. Okay, yeah. No, I, I love the collection of thoughts right there. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking something completely different. Uh, I was thinking like an evil Avengers, but I was like, okay, no, this is something completely different. Um, it's definitely something that's probably going to try to capitalize on the word Avenger. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's kind of where my head went right there. I was like, wait. Is, is Sorry, who's involved in this? Uh, Toxic Avenger. Uh, Peter Dinklage is casted as the title character. Oh. And okay. the new casting is Jacob Tremblay, child oh. actors. Okay, yeah. So they're going for like a real like cleaned up version because like sort of the appeal of the Toxic Avenger is always that it's a very gritty B movie, uh, very low budget, campy uh, movie. That's kind of, it, it. Kind of pioneered that genre really, and you know inspired a lot of like James Gunn and and all these people like yeah. it seems like something right up yeah james gunn's alley to like pick it up and like just do it really low budget but like it seems like yeah they're getting these you know bigger stars like peter dinklage and yeah like i know he's like a young kid but like he's in like he's been like big movies he's, he's like, like the Oscars, big, i think yeah. yeah exactly like he's the so. big like little kid actor yeah. right now and like in like big budget or, or high production yeah i don't know yeah so it just he i, I don't in, know uh, doctor sleep what's that he was in doctor sleep oh, was he? Okay. there you go yeah like i just don't know if i'm interested in seeing them do that to this character like again i don't really i never watched any of the toxic but like everything that i've seen about the toxic avenger like 
the the charm behind it is that low budget is that uh you know campy gritty uh yeah low budget thing that like that's the appeal so like does anyone want to see a high production high budget version of this story maybe (laughs) (laughs) um okay that's a clip so Excellent. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I did so. not remember him being. Yeah, it is a, a male yeah. character. Uh, um, last bit of casting news I got. <laughs> um, the Last of Us. It's a uh, it's it's a train that's nonstop. It they casted uh, Gabriel Luna, who is known as playing Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield, and he was the villain of the last uh, terminator. terminator movie yeah he's casted as tommy yeah in the last of us joel's brother mm-hmm. so uh pedro pascal and and uh Die- uh diego luna yeah they're gonna be brothers like their yeah. characters are brothers oh sorry gabriel luna Not diego. yeah uh diego <laughs> luna's someone else right maybe probably who plays the uh Ed- Edor? Is that it's, that's Diego? I'm not sure. It's Diego something something. It might be Luna. <laughs> Let's say it is. Okay. Yeah. No, this is good casting cool, too. Cool. Gabriel, I've never played the game, so you guys, I don't yeah. know if you even played the last. Uh, I can't because I own an Xbox and not a true. PlayStation. So, but yeah. I know the story because I mean I kept hearing great things about it and just had to look up the story. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know why I saved this for so late, but it's probably because I just lost track of what I'm crossing out. Uh, Happy Hogan. Uh, John Favreau reported to reportedly returning for No Way Home. I just assumed that was a given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also kind of confirmed Alfred Molina today. Uh, he was talking about being on the set of No Way Home. Really? So That's incredible. No, Who is that? Uh, Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so. I think there was rumors months ago. but that, Yeah, so, but you know, he kind of... Now it's that's, like, that's hey, cool, I so. just... I'm on the set, or I was on set. So, and then, like, good been spots of, like, uh, I know Andrew Garfield's, like, stunt doubles been yes. spotted on the yeah, set. Yeah, that too, yeah. You know, so. We should be getting footage for that pretty soon. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Strange, too. Uh, that's wrapping up. Okay. Wow. So. Uh, and, and, is this part of the news? I don't want to get, I don't want to jump the gun here. No, uh, go for it, because the last thing I got, you guys are going to uh, either love it or definitely hate it okay but there's talks of uh rebooting this sam raimi movies like they want to do spider-man 4 skipped that i did not write that down but yes like uh, there is a heavy rumor that like they want to continue the mcguire really do a spider-man 4 yeah get sam raimi to finally make his spider-man 4 you know with toby mcguire hey if we can have like seven batmans on the go give me two spider-mans yeah Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's a good okay. point. <laughs> Especially if like they're if he's going to be in Far yeah. From Home, like at yeah. the end of it, if he just goes off and is like goes back to his world, like yeah, go ahead, like tell that story. They could actually make that work really well. Yeah, so yeah, well, I'm all huh. for more Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, is the world ready for Sam Raimi's Spider Man four? <laughs> like after Spider Man three, like are we ready I feel to like go I, back like, to that. I'm ready. So I'm like, I'm a, ready. like we're ready, <laughs> but like I feel like a lot of people aren't gonna know that Sam Raimi, who's directing Doctor Strange too, didn't direct 
Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I think we're a generation or two ahead or beyond Tobey Maguire now that yeah. people aren't even going like, to notice. And then yeah. it's going to be like, oh, he wants to do Spider-Man 4. Okay. <laughs> he it, did three yeah. other ones. <laughs> it would be really strange, too, because it's the fourth Spider-Man movie in his franchise. But, like, it's also, like, the it would also be, like, the fourth Spider-Man MCU Spider-Man yeah, movie, man. right? Because, like, and, like, that could be really confusing to, yeah, those people. Like, <laughs> But it could also help with, like, the Sony and Marvel deal. Yeah. Where Sony can really kind of do something that's all of them and do, like, a Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire and whatnot. And, yeah. And then, like, kind of. If they're able to, yeah, so. be like, oh, yeah, like, Toby Peter Parker, like, he just came back, you know, from, you know, that world and now he's back in our world and yeah. so they could like a, they could and tom reference. hardy's in both of them yeah well, <laughs> there you yeah. go because they could they could reference you know how much yeah that like sony yeah loves being able to reference the mcu in their movies mm-hmm. right so yeah i think it would help out cool cool Very so nice. let's hear it do oh, we boy. like dinosaurs yes do we like fast cars and family? Oh boy, Fast and Furious and dinosaurs? What? So what? <laughs> so the so Universal owns Jurassic Park oh, God. and oh, God. Fast and Furious. Don't tell me like a ride, right? Like just a ride <laughs> at uh, the director park. of the upcoming Fast and Furious movie, Justin Lin, was mm-hmm. asked about you know. A potential of the two franchises crossing over, and he said, "Never say never." <laughs> <laughs> who even thinks of that? Like, who thinks? Who of asked that, that question? question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that person should be slapped in the face. Now, obviously, yeah, the, I can't imagine the director was like. I'm hoping they were probably serious. be very tongue in cheek about it. Right? Now like, they've been tongue in cheek about going to space, but I, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer I sent you guys. I know Mike, you didn't. But there is a like hint that they go to space in this next movie. I didn't watch the trailer because I watched the first one for this movie, yeah. and I was the just like, this is, one "This is too much." Kind of, you know, they're in like a makeshift looking like car rocket thing, yeah. right? So you know, yeah, because that's what you want yeah. to travel into space. Something described <laughs> just as a makeshift. makeshift. <laughs> and I saw an article that was. I think, like, they're making this finale, like, a trilogy. Yeah, because it's supposed to be end with uh, 10. But, like, they're like, oh, no, 10's going to be split into the two parts. Or, yeah, it's like 9, 10, 11 now. It's like the final thing. And, you know, they're really, uh, you know, not to speak ill of the dead, but they're really like, Paul Walker wanted us to do this. They're still kind of pushing pushing the thing and, you know. You know, there's, like, franchises and series and stuff that, you know, got canceled far too early. You know, ones that I still want to keep on going. And then we got Fast and Furious that just will not die. How does this happen? Fucking dinosaurs, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, people just, I don't know. Just think of it this way, too. While you feel that way about Fast and Furious, there are people that are saying that about the MCU. Yeah, that's true. 
That is true. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. So it, it, it's all relative, right? Like, people like what they like. And as long they, as they're making money, this yeah, not going to stop. That's what it is. And then, yeah. like, Universal, their two biggest franchises are Jurassic Park and Fast and Furious. <sighs> so, yeah. you know. That's. I would like to throw never in a see goddamn Velociraptor against Vin Diesel and see what happens. Well, it would be in the contract that Vin would have to win. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, I I really hope they do this. I really hope they just go for it. Like it, it comes out and like I hope it. I just hope it like shuts down both the franchises. Like, wow, I thought that this was a winning combination, and it just shuts it all down. And then they, and then they have to like go and Universal, everyone, I, all the executives at Universal just have to go and like put their tails between their legs, and you know, yeah, not even allowed to talk about Vin Diesel and these franchises after that. It's just, yeah, it's done. That'd be great. So that is both positive. I thought you guys were going to take that news. That was great. <laughs> I thought you were saying something about you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I, I had no money. You knew. You were yeah. like, yeah. Um, I didn't want to tell you something you're going to hate. Now that I'm finished that can of beer, yeah. I have a burning sensation in my mouth, in my throat. Yeah. How about some more spicy pineapple <laughs> beverage? I'm almost no, I, done this I, I, one, I, and I'm feeling pretty tipsy from one can of beer. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm that's just... That, that's that 8%. And yeah. it tricks you, because, like, I don't find it's a very strong... No. Like, it doesn't... It, like, it doesn't I could make the strong... mistake of drinking a couple of these. Yeah, because it's, just... it's very, like, juicy, right? Yeah. It's very juicy, and it's it's subtle. That, that alcohol, like, it's surprisingly subtle for an yep. 8%. Because you, normally, you, you, you drink a, a strong beer like that, you're mm. like, wow. Yeah. That taste an awful lot like pure alcohol even though yeah it's like eight percent but like that i feel like i could yeah that's a slippery slope right there yeah you know you you crack open one of those it's like oh that's a good juice (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, so that's it for news that's all i got for news uh mike i know you had another beverage sitting over there might as well crack if you want to crack it open before we get to our uh themed movies of the week yeah um as we open that up, uh, anyone watch anything besides uh, what we uh, assigned ourselves to do? Uh, yeah, I didn't have. Um, not I this watched week. the uh, the Prestige. Oh, cool! Yeah, cool. You know, it's holds fun. up. I'd imagine. Yeah, for sure. It just like, hey. like it's a great movie. I love it. Hey, how is how is David Bowie in that? Pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's such a grounded movie compared to what Christopher Nolan's made since. Yeah, you know, it's just right. like. He says to this guy, before you tell his, like, brains, like, I need to go bigger than the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, Prestige, have you seen this? Uh, Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, magician. I want to say, like, it's quite old, or? Um, it was between... Uh, the Batman Begins the Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Dark Knight was... Yeah. The prestige so i don't know like i'm kind of picturing something like i don't i don't think i've Is watched it, it but picturing... i don't magic, magic yeah men <laughs> yeah they they christian bell hugo hugh jack they're uh, hugo i wasn't <laughs> hugo jackman uh they're like rival magicians i yeah i don't, I don't think, think i've i don't think i've watched it, it. no i won't because that's a good movie yeah. you should watch it it just makes me want christopher nolan to tone it down yes. that much yes yeah i want to you know what I want Christopher Nolan to do? Make another Memento. 
make another movie like Memento because I st- think that's still my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Like I'm including The Dark Knight in that because like yeah. that Memento was like was that the one that was kind of like forward and forward and yeah. yeah yes okay yeah, it had that's yeah. the only thing it I meant, know about it. it it's but. literally like the only movie that. Yeah, people often say, "Oh, that's the movie that plays in reverse." It is not that movie. It literally, it actually ends in the middle. Memento has a storyline moving forward in direction, and a yeah. storyline moving backward in direction. It's about a guy who has short-term memory loss. Mike got me to watch this movie. It's yeah. one of those times where I went over back in the day, and he was like, "We're watching <laughs> I was Memento." Just like, this is a great movie, <laughs> no. and uh, the, it's funny because the, the like in the DVD, it has like a hidden way of watching the movie in chronological order and it's like <laughs> it's literally only that cut of that movie only exists to make you appreciate yeah. the editing because like they and like he filmed that and there's literally no edited like cut scenes like they only filmed what you see like everything you see like yeah they filmed it to be that way because um yeah it, it has that beginning middle and end but it plays out in this yeah super unique way where it's like it literally ends in the middle like of the story huh. and uh i think it's yeah the only movie that doesn't but i i just want to see you do something yeah low-key like that whereas yeah it's just a, a guy short-term memory loss trying to get revenge i don't want him to do that movie again of course but yeah. like something, something that yeah. low-key and or even yeah the prestige which is crazy to think because like some pretty far fetched things yeah. could happen in that movie. But, like, uh, for the most part, that's a pretty straightforward movie. Yes. Yeah. And even, well, even with, like, the way it goes, it's like, okay, like, yeah. It's a nice Compared little twist. to, like, later. Or, like, Tenet, where, like, you have, like, at the same, like, Memento had the, what was the like, different scenes, but, like, going yeah. forward and backwards. It's not. Yeah, Memento isn't like but supernatural, all, and not throwing countless science mumbo jumbo yes, at you. Yeah. yeah, to try to con- you know. Yeah, the the only like Memento it plays out just through editing and yeah. like mm-hmm. film. Like it's not it's not nothing supernatural is happening where like, Tenet like, is like. Yeah, I rewatched. Uh, yeah. I, me and Mike went to go see Tenet in theaters uh, when it was safe to go right. to theaters, and we were both kind of like good, but like you know. Overly, over, oh, almost overkill. Yeah, overly yeah. complicated. Yeah. And like, and like I rewatched it. You know, I had to put uh, subtitles on because also Christopher Nolan's new thing is having a lot of talking through glass and through masks, where you're, and they're also throwing science talk at yeah. you. Yeah, at the same time, and I enjoyed it more the second time, knowing where the movie goes. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, it's just like. I get it. Like you're a really smart dude. I'm glad that you understand that you're my favorite director. That's great. But like, man, I'll just love you just to take it down a notch for your next one. You don't need to keep doing this thing where you try to go over bigger and bigger than your last one. Yeah. Yeah. Like Interstellar, that got crazy too, and like Mm -hmm. almost too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It it seems like, um, yeah, like his his idea of like the only way he can tell like a new and unique story is going larger and like bigger scale and bigger scope. Mm -hmm. No, like you can Mm -hmm. go back and 
do, yeah, one of those, like a, a film like Memento, or even, yeah, somewhere between Memento and The Prestige. Yeah. I want to see yeah. him land somewhere in there um, and and do something like that where it, you don't have to go bigger. Yeah, you don't have to crash a jumbo jet into a building. Like, you don't have to do that, Christopher Nolan. Like, you can make <laughs> any movie you want. Uh, yeah, it doesn't always have to go up in scale. So, yeah, The Prestige, real drink certified. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, nice. Mike, do you have a drink? What are we drinking yeah, sure, this time yeah. around? Yeah, I have um, uh, a new Picaroons that I haven't tried before. It's uh, the 506 Kolsch. Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to crack that open, see what that's like. This you is mind pouring a little bit in my empty glass now? Oh, you want some of this? Want yeah, some I want to try some of this Kolsch. Yeah. That strong beer wasn't enough. <laughs> That good? There we go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, oh, sorry, I got some on your bag. I think. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought a kolsch would taste like. Whoa. It doesn't taste like a beer or an alcohol at all. I feel like it's just. It's not helping with the um, <laughs> existing. Uh, burning sensation i have in my my throat yeah yeah like i don't know what it was about the aftertaste like it didn't that beer that i had i really liked it that you got for me that australian pale ale and throughout drinking it like it wasn't until after i finished the can that like yeah i have this thing at the back of my throat that's like it's like really hot like burning (laughs) and now i'm drinking this and it's amplifying that oh boy (laughs) uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, our our weekly weekly section, our weekly deal we got going on. What flick did Netflix pick? Um, Netflix picked their latest original. Yes, <laughs> it yes. tends to do that. I am starting to think. So we had a rule in place: we're vetoing TV series. I'm starting to think we should veto Netflix things. <laughs> I just want to see something, else. especially since it's like always giving. Like the latest ones, mm-hmm. that yeah. We'll released. be watching uh, Army of the Dead next because that's like the next big one, is it? Yeah, oh, is yeah. it Zack okay. Snyder's Army of the Dead? Oh, yeah, I, I do kind of want to watch that anyway. Yeah. So, like, you know, but, but yeah, I just I don't know. No, it, we're not it gonna definitely do it, like, favors like, Netflix. Yeah, if it's just if it keep if they're that biased where it's literally just gonna <laughs> keep giving us their latest releases, like, I'm almost at the point where we just it's probably like a random movie generator on the internet that's that'll just true. randomly pick a movie. Yeah, yeah but, that's uh, true. Because that would know. be fun. But then, like, if it's not on any of the streaming platforms, so, how yeah. are we gonna get that? Right. I mean, there's no other way to <laughs> yeah. get a movie, right? That is true. So you know, we'll we'll keep doing. I like this. Yeah, it's I like Netflix yeah. picking things. Uh, so yeah, so we picked uh, Thunder Force, right? The uh, Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer led mm-hmm. film. Um, unfortunately, uh, this time Justin didn't get yeah. the chance to watch it. Uh, which is fine. We've all have reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now we're uh, even. We're all even. <laughs> I mean, this one I'll still watch. I mean, mm. even after I hear your guys' reviews and stuff, I'll try to give it a chance. I'll give it a <laughs> shot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm already going into it a little biased, but. Uh huh. I like, feel <laughs> like Mike it might have something to say. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to insinuate anything here. <laughs> 
But are you sure you forgot? Are you sure you didn't? No, I actually, <laughs> I actually did forget. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, again, this kind of goes back to. Uh, I believe we did talk about this, like the very first time we did like a YouTube video or whatever. Like, like oh, like that. I feel like this came up. You're just Justin has a pretty. Uh, big disdain for Melissa McCarthy. Do, do oh, you it's not? Just, oh, I just, I got a pretty I, big one too. I just oh, don't okay. find. She's uh, she's, I call it the Galifianakis effect, where yeah. they, they just play the same thing. Zach Galifianakis, who had this big role in a breakout role in the Hangover, Hangover. so and we now just we're play, just getting like, the, the same character. thing in every movie, and I feel like she's this. I know her breakout role is what the bridesmaids, a movie I've never actually watched, but everything I've seen her in is yeah. pretty damn similar, and yeah, so you know, like I think comedy is a very, I don't know, like it either works or it doesn't for you. Like it's, I don't think there's like many like middle ground comedy movies. Yeah, like I'm super super picky with like comedians, and it's like. Ah, uh, I'm trying to like. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> contradict. Nice? I'm gonna contradict okay. myself for a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. But it's just like I'm gonna start off by saying like like the characters that are just too ridiculous and too like unbelievable. Like your Zach Galifianakis, your Melissa McCarthy, and you know, honestly, like Will Ferrell in a lot of his more ridiculous roles. I don't enjoy that sort of like comedy where it's just you know this is not like a real person and all this stuff but at the same time i mean one of my favorite comedians is jim carrey who is known for being over the top ridiculous but it's just oh like execution it's it's execution like like jim carrey you probably feel like like even though jim carrey's doing like this i feel like he executed it better in sense in senses but it's just like i find like uh when you watch I'll use Ace Ventura for an example. Like, he's a ridiculous character. And he's just, like, in a real world where everyone's looking at him like he is a completely ridiculous character. Where you have, like, a Zach Alphanakis movie where, like, he's super ridiculous. And the, this person's super ridiculous. And everyone's just act, everyone around them super ridiculous. And it's just, it's too much. And, like, Will Ferrell, there's a lot of his movies. Like, I, I want to give Anchorman a rewatch because, like, I never watched it since it first came out and i didn't enjoy it because it was just like he was ridiculous everyone at that worked there was just over the top ridiculous and unbelievable whereas like i like the idea of like regular people looking at these main characters and being like this is this is crazy this is not like i want them to acknowledge that okay so it's just like you know i'm I'm a little bit all over the place with my explanation (laughs) but it's just yeah, like, I mean, to say that, you know, I don't like them for being these characters, and then I like Jim Carrey for being yeah. what they're doing. I, no, I, I get, get what you're saying. Yeah. I do get what you're saying. I do. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's our review of Thunder Force. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the person who... Yeah, um, so, yeah. Yeah, Mike, you, you, didn't, wanna... you didn't see it. And, like, yeah, I, I, I believe you, <laughs> but I feel like there's probably a little part of your subconscious that, like, did that <laughs> Like... Hey, uh, let's not remind this. Let's not remind <laughs> Justin that he has to watch a movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a little subconscious part of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So Dennis, you feel you you feel the same way. I do remember 
yeah. that you, yeah, you did a, you uh, know, there's a couple or, actresses and actors out there where I just can't get into any of the characters because it just doesn't work for me, and she's one of them. Yeah. Um, if we're going to jump into reviews of Thunder Force, this didn't change a single thing. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. my opinion yeah. for her. Did she um, make any jokes about, like, her groin area or, like, having a dick or something like that? Because I feel like that joke comes groin up. Groin came up. Yeah. yeah. Groin, uh, there is a bit about the groin. Yeah, because I feel like that's just one of the jokes that, you know, that's kind of her thing where it's just... Yeah. You know what's, like, really hilarious? I like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. It seems like you guys are, like, torturing you guys, <laughs> yourselves, though, by, like, watching her movie. Like, I like Melissa McCarthy. I've seen Bridesmaids. I haven't seen any of the other movies that she's done. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't say that. I've seen her in, like, other movies, but none of the, of, like, the movies that she's done, like, since Bridesmaids. Really, mm. like, I haven't seen any of, like, the Paul Feet. Like, she's really teamed up. You know, she did the Ghostbusters with him and, like, Spy. I think I haven't seen any of these movies. I don't know. That's just, like, I like her as a person. Like, yeah. you know, I like her as as a person and i think she's she's good at what she does you know like i don't i don't know i i like i like her i like you know what she's about i've heard her in interviews i've watched yeah. her in like things i didn't really like this movie though, to be <laughs> honest and like uh, <laughs> it's, it's not very good um, but like it, it's uh I don't know like it's just funny where like it seems like you guys yeah don't like her and have this like such strong opinion about her i like like i don't have a, a strong opinion like i have nothing really to base it on like yeah most of the stuff like i've seen i really liked her at bridesmaids yeah uh i really like that movie yeah you haven't seen it dennis have you seen it no it's a really good movie it's a really good uh uh movie i think it really like i said um I've said this before, I think, on the show, like, it, it, it paved the way uh, yeah. for uh, this type of, like, for, I think, I talked about it specifically with the, the Spy Who Dumped Me, where it's two mm -hmm. female leads kind of dealing with raunchier, you know, what's traditionally yeah. safe for male comedy mm -hmm. in, like, the 80s and 90s. Like, uh, it, it, Bridesmaids was really that one that it was like, hey, no, like, female characters can joke like have these dirty raunchy jokes just the yeah. same as as male characters do and uh so i i really like uh, there's just some really great like john ham uh ha has a really small funny role in, in bridesmaids chris o'dowd uh is in that kristen wiggs great in that all the side characters uh, and yeah melissa mccarthy this is a great review of thunder force <laughs> <laughs> melissa mccarthy is great in bridesmaids uh she has a really and you know what's interesting is like i think yeah it, it from outside looking in to like all of like her movies that like I think of like Identity Thief with like also I know that that's also with like Jason Bateman mm -hmm. and like all these other movies where like yeah it, it seems like she is playing yeah like an even more amplified because like in Bridesmaids like she's not an all out like stupid yeah character like she's she's yeah kind of the one that 
makes things really I don't know kind of gets things out of control and stuff like that in, in Bridesmaid but she's not like I don't know yeah it's just like an amplified version like every every other character that she's played is just like an amplified version of like this uh, I don't know this kind of um yeah I don't know yeah it's, it's kind of it. it's always bright it's always that bridesmaids character but like I feel like yeah they they did it really well in, in bridesmaids and it yeah. just none of these other movies have really captured what they did with with bridesmaids but thunder force <laughs> that's not a good joke that uh was that actually a joke what no. you just did well, not, not really no you know what though there's not that much toilet humor no but in bridesmaids there is a lot of humor. <laughs> I don't, yeah there's like so comparatively thunder force there's not there's not a whole lot of toilet humor but no. there's not a whole lot of humor in this movie either <laughs> in thunder force i would say it's uh, i did chuckle at a couple moments and they all okay. involved jason bateman yeah um so i can, saw him in the trailer can we he popped up and he was like oh you thought yeah, it was cancer yeah, or something like that let's was, do the plot it's very simple like um just you got your plot bad guy mutants but they're not allowed to call say the word mutants they have to uh, say miscreant they don't even which... own the rights to say villains <laughs> they have to say miscreants yeah uh, yeah so this is this is like a world uh where it has this like comic book it's funny okay so yeah i watched this with jenna I started watching this with jenna okay. oh boy <laughs> with, with my wife and uh we're watching this and it's funny because i I told her like, oh yeah, like Netflix just chose a movie for us, uh, and like, I'm not too excited to watch it to be <laughs> honest. And like, I'm I don't hate I don't I just don't hate Melissa. Yeah. I have no real reason to like her to be honest, <laughs> yeah. but I just I like her. Um, and I, so I was like, yeah, it's a Melissa McCarthy movie. And then so we started watching it, and it's like a comic book opening like it's going through comic book panels and all this yeah. stuff and and jenna was like i thought you said this was a melissa mccarthy movie <laughs> and i was like yeah it's both <laughs> but it's not based on a comic and like, book the premise the premise of going by premise is pretty interesting basically everyone who gets these miscreants they're the only ones with superpowers yeah there are and no there's yeah. no superheroes it, yeah okay it, this what was it like a, a meteor i don't know I forget what I'd say. It, it, there was, like, text going by in, like, comic panels. Yeah. Uh, explaining that, like, certain it, people got, like, these powers. Yeah. And, like, but, like... But they're all... It unlocked, like, the socio... Like... Uh, yeah. So, it's just, they're all bad guys. So bad guys. And, yes. and, like, yeah. Okay. So, anyone that has a power, like, abilities, like, they are bad guys. And they're yeah. called miscreants. And it really seemed like that's the title of the movie. Did you notice that, too? It yeah, was, I did. It really yeah. weird where, like... They were called Jenna miscreants that and was, like this. Yeah, because like it, yeah, it, it appears That's just on odd. the screen on its own after everything, and it and it seemed like oh, and these people are called dot dot dot, and then like everything kind of goes away, and then it lands on miscreants. So Jenna thought that that was the title of the movie, but then like twenty minutes later, it comes up Thunder Force. It's like a quite a yeah, while. Later. Yes, yeah. I pointed out this is me and Montana watched this. Yeah. And I was when the title card came up, I was like, "Wow, that was a lo- <laughs> that was a like, ways in. like like, really? like what is 
At the beginning or at the end, guys? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because it was a while in. Because, like, yeah, it's this, like, flashback opening. And, yeah, uh, uh, Octavia Spencer's uh, parents are killed by a miscreant uh, attack. And, and then it, like, it goes through kind of her and Melissa McCarthy's character, like, upbringing. And they become friends at school. Um, and... And then there's a time jump, and then there's the ti- the actual title card, black, uh, like on a black screen with the big thunder force, and Jenna's like, "What? This is the title? Like, <laughs> yeah. th- that's that what is it's so actually odd. called?" Like, she was like, "I thought it was that other word that yeah. came up like 20 minutes ago on its own." I'm like, "No, this is called thunder force." Wow. And uh, yeah, so that was just kind of odd, but yeah, that's the basic plot, and then. Uh, well, yeah, as she's growing up, Octavia Spencer's like, hey, I want to, my my parents were working on this way to create something that would allow other regular people to ob- obtain power so yeah. that they can fight these miscreants. And then they died, so that's my life's work. And then they grow up and they kind of drifted apart as friends. Um, and then there's a high school and reunion, that's the plot. and then it picks up, and then shenanigans happen, and most of McCarthy gets superpowers, mm-hmm. and so most of McCarthy and Octavia Spencer are like best friends, like they grew up together and whatnot outside, like in From real school. life, and yeah. like I could see the chemistry there too. I feel like both of them had a good time shooting this movie, mm-hmm. but this movie just falls flat on so many, yeah. Angles. I wonder what it is, man. Like, cause I actually, I don't know. I don't really feel the chemistry too much. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like, cause I feel like, I don't know. Like, has Octavia Spencer really done these types? Of, like, she is normally like and more pretty dramatic, dramatic yeah. role. So, like, I don't know if she really like. I feel like she had a hard time delivering yeah. some of these ridiculous. You know, lines. she probably like was like. But I'm sure she had a blast. Yeah. You know, like I'm sure like they they had a blast filming it, but like, it just felt really unnatural hearing <laughs> her her deliver some of these like super absurd lines. And but and then she is playing that character that is you know, the intelligent and yeah. uh, highbrow one, and then you know she's put out of her element where she has to deal with her best friend who is this, you know, person, this, you know, that's, uh, how do you describe them? (laughs) Like a a simpleton, I guess, (laughs) you know? Um, Um, So so the one, uh, if I was good, like, yeah, Jason Bateman, classic himself. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know. Um, He's this, I didn't watch the trailer Mm-hmm. I'm assuming if yeah. shows Jason Bateman it shows his arms. Yeah, it just he has like claws yeah, or his, crabs or something like yeah, that. He's like, or something. Yeah, yeah, he's like every yeah. time like he runs away from danger, he's like this like the crab walk, <laughs> and it just made me laugh. Uh, um, he talks about how he got his superpowers. Oh my god, that's the best scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is the, that was a really good scene. Um, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I kind of uh, want to watch it just to find this out. So, because um, I will watch this. So you know. Uh, just recently watching like Arrested Development, like for the first time recently, whole new appreciation for Jason Bateman yeah. and his humor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen him in things before watching Arrested Development. I think it didn't land. Right. But then like Arrested Development, he's, he's like 
the, almost like the same type of humor. Just it's just executes better, and it just it just like mind yeah. opening, and it's yeah. big appreciation for yeah, the guy. Yeah, that he is amazing at what he does. Like yeah. he, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, he he's kind of the the scene stealer in this uh, movie. Are we? Yeah, we are gonna try to avoid spoiling it. Like, if you're gonna watch it, yeah, we're gonna I avoid think spoilers. if you're gonna watch yeah, it, yeah, like, I'll I'll, uh, I'll watch it. He, it's overall, yeah, I I didn't like this movie, but it it has its charm. I would say it has its charm. Like it's got good things in there. There's some like really really bad stuff, and then there's some stuff that I'm like. That's charming, yeah. Like when we're talking about Jason yeah. Bateman, but then like just some other things. There's other stuff like, too, but like it's nothing we haven't seen before, yeah. and it doesn't like it yeah. literally just does the same exact thing where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah I so. think okay, so like it takes a while to get started up. There's like a big again, yeah, that really not uh, spoiling much, but like it takes a while for like the action to really yeah. pick up, and mm-hmm. like there's this big training stuff, but like. When it starts to lead into things, like, or or when it starts picking up, like, I just kind of leaned into it, and, like, I started to enjoy it just for how... For what it was. Yeah. For what it was, yeah. and, like, I ended up appreciating it more, but, like, I, it it takes a while to get yeah. started, and it's oof, it feels longer than it is. I feel like that's something I say about every movie, <laughs> everything we talk about, but it, it felt longer uh than it was it's just shy of two hours but yeah. uh it feels pretty long just because it takes so long to get set up and then it yeah then like i just kind of leaned into it and i was like this is all right like this is fine but it's but like right now like you know it's a real dud for me yeah um mike uh, real dud yeah uh, real will dud. it be I've... unanimous We'll find out next week when Justin watches yeah. it. It'd be, yeah. I think this would be this would be pretty neat because like Justin, you could watch it and then we could do an actual big spoiler. Yeah. I want to. I, there's a yeah. lot I want to say about this movie yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. I, I'd like for you to watch it, Justin, and then oh, that I'll, way I'll, we can watch it. we can we can really talk about all those spoilers because like there's there's quite a bit I want to say like about characters and about. Um, like more finer plot detail. I want to talk about that that scene where Jason Bateman is talking about what happened to him. <laughs> Best scene in the movie, and like, and like Melissa McCarthy is also really great in that scene too. I thought. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I agree you, with that. Yeah, well, like, like, like that whole scene made me laugh, and she was part of that scene. Yeah, so she yeah. was part of that scene, and like, because like, not spoiling it. Yeah, it's kind of just them there's some other yeah. characters around we won't we won't spoil nothing but like um it's it's a very good it's the best scene in the movie and it yeah it's kind of them just bouncing off each other yeah and it's good i like yeah. parts so, of it but real done yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll move on to something we all watched uh, there we soon. go yeah um we were all caught up on the falcon and the winter soldier yes um what's dabble into both episodes last week yeah we talked. oh I that's right that yeah. last episode um i apologize mike for overhyping the episode we talked about outside of the, outside <laughs> I, of the podcast yeah. that you were I like i little... don't understand what yeah. you guys is hype because it's good it's a yeah. good episode i think yeah. every episode's kind of getting better and better yeah. and then 
yeah, I watched the first 10 minutes. We kind of talked. And then, like, not only what you said, Dennis, like, what what you guys were saying, yeah. actually. Because um, you, I don't know, something you said Because I said it, it changed, it was a big tone change. Yeah. I don't know if it really did that. I don't think this was anything different from what we've seen in any of the other episodes. I Were you kind of talking about how, so we're talking episode four right now. Yeah. Where, like, it... it what what's the big tone? Oh, just a, you get to see a little grim. bit more death towards the end. I yeah, mean. and it was grim, and I'm assuming he decapitated the guy. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. That I guess I, yeah. I guess that's on me for expecting a lot, uh, a big shift. I was expecting like once he started like chasing the guy. I was kind of expect because you said like big tone yeah. difference. I was kind of thinking like, oh, is this gonna go into like a horror movie type type oh, tone where yeah. he's like where he's like hunting down all of them. I also like, blame it on I probably watched that episode that day, so I probably had that, that adrenaline if you just watch something. Yeah. yeah. So you know that probably was cause of it, but you know So that's that's kind of what I was think like I thought, okay, he's gonna he's gonna like start picking them off like a horror like a like a freddy or a, or, or a, uh, a jason like yeah that's if, I, if I, I went in with that expectation i'd be pretty disappointed i don't blame you I, I it was just a little disappointing yeah. again i liked it though overall yeah. i liked it storyline like uh you know really interesting where it went and yeah, yeah like it's, so if we're allowed to talk about that episode why did zemo destroy the super soldier serum because that's what he's always been about. He, that's why he killed the super soldiers in the Civil yeah, War. Yeah, he's always, he never has wanted that to be out there. He thinks that all he's 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 almost uh, yeah he he he's always wanted. Uh, that's been his mission. Like because everyone thought he was going to unlock the super soldiers in the Civil War, but he actually went to the place to kill them all. So. I might have forgotten about that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's always been about that. Yeah, it yep. would have been weird if he was, like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm going to use... Like, yeah, because that was the big thing of, like, oh, Civil War, that's just going to be... They're going to get there and have to fight all fight these the super, super soldiers. soldiers. But then it's like, oh, no. His plan is, like, no, he's pitting them against each other. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, for him to destroy those was very uh character driven i forgot about the <laughs> civil war because uh, i saw that i was like oh my god this is amazing like what does that mean it's like no no that makes perfect sense now that's that's, that's, that's his thing uh yeah yeah good stuff and, and then some um, pretty badass scenes in episode four john walker gets his ass kicked by the wakandans you know yeah mm-hmm. you know that was all of them really like everyone except for zemo who like escaped like uses that opportunity to escape but like no one really stands a chance against the wakandans right and Uh, they seemed like they really wanted him to die like i mean there was a couple points where spears were being thrown and stuff like super close it was like okay no they intend (laughs) for him to die yeah Mm -hmm. oh man bucky finds out that it doesn't take too much to Take his arm off. Yeah. 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 He seemed pretty funny. shocked on that one. Well, I think we were I all totally shocked. understand it. They probably were like, if we're it's... trying to help this guy who's brainwashed yeah. get out of this, and if it backfires, we need like a, yeah, a fail safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. A little, um, yeah. So, you know, 
So that was pretty neat. Uh, and we end it. Oh, no, you have some continue. Well, I can't remember if there's anything before that moment, but we end it with uh, John Walker publicly yeah. executing someone in front of the public. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, because he is. So he he gets his hand right on the super soldier serum and yeah. takes it off. Oh yeah, that was a big part of the episode. And then uh, right because. His, his his bro is basically the one that convinced him to take it to Lamar. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, if you take it, you just become a better version of yourself. He says something along the lines yeah, of it enhances right. of who you are or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so. And so, yeah, maybe this guy's not that great of a person, right? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, so then he, he sees his friend get murdered yeah. and just goes into a blind rage. But even up until that point, right? Like, it seemed like it was already affecting him pretty negatively. I think just being Captain America, for the most part, was just affecting him. Yeah, because we saw a character that had good intentions, but was just completely crumbling under the stress of trying to live up to, you know, that title. That that title, yeah. Yeah. The symbol, right? So, yeah, and then he, yeah, so he's trying, and then... I feel like he must have known at that point. Like this, he gets he gets his hands on one of the flag smashers, mm-hmm. and like he knows that that's not the person who killed his partner. But he yeah. just he just kills them. He goes anyway. out. He got a hold of one and took it everyone. out all on yeah. him yeah. in front of everyone, and the, this the is whole the, world to see. You know, there was you know the poor guy was earlier scene was talking about how Captain right. America was like yes. a, his idol growing up oh, or something man. like that. That was rough. And, you know, yeah. having Captain America kill you. Yep. Yeah, you know. pretty brutal. Um, so that leads into... Uh, oh, so fast. When you, like, uh, you brought up uh, Lamar talking to John Walker about, like, the super soldier serum and everything. Yeah. I liked... They had that moment, and then they had a mirror, right. like, moment with Sam. And, oh, yeah, uh, Zemo. Because Zemo was like, would you would take it? And it's like, no. no. Yeah, and no excellent. hesitation. And then, exactly. like, Zemo goes on about how, like, nothing's good has come from the super soldier serum. They he goes, the exception, Steve Rogers. Like, yeah. everyone's trying to replicate him, mm-hmm. you know, but to no avail. So, yeah. I thought it was really, really well done how they had those two. Like, that seemed to be like the theme of the episode it was just like, if you had the opportunity, would you take it? And we yeah. saw, like, one person had the opportunity, didn't take it, and one had the opportunity and did. And... <sighs> Yeah. Oh, while we're still on uh, episode four, before we can jump into episode five, that uh, close-up shot of Zemo getting hit right in the face with the shield. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, realistically, like anyone's brain is like shattered. Like, oh, yeah. it, like it hits him in the side of the face, but like this is supposedly like the strongest material yep. in the world. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's amazing. Like, it looks, it was so funny. Um, and yeah, that so, great yeah. line where it's Zemo was talking to Bucky about having leverage on the other person, and Sam's like, "Don't let him get you. He's gonna do that head tilt thing." And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll jump into episode five, which starts off right how episode four ended with a nice little uh, yes great up. fight yeah, scene like, between yeah the three like so yeah we got uh, Bucky John, uh, sorry John Walker Bucky yeah. and uh, Sam good stuff duking it out for for the shield they all yeah you 
So yeah. thought that was great. That was yeah. a good. That was a good scene where it's like you know. Um, I feel like even uh, even John Walker at that point knows like there's no he coming ain't back. keeping that shield. Like, yeah. There's no way. Like I feel like at that point, like it had settled in, and he knew like because you see like him kind of come to after he, mm-hmm. he he's standing over this dead body, and yeah. like he's realizing like everyone's watching, and then he kind of just like walks away, and you could tell like. it's dawning on him like the huge mistake he's just made uh and then so bucky and and sam confront him like you gotta give that up but like you know and i feel like at that point even he knew like this is all over but he wasn't ready to let go yeah he knew it was all over but he's just not willing to give up and then yeah so you put up a pretty pretty great fight yeah yeah Yeah. you know only took a Broken arm, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> get that shield off him. Yeah. Um, very heavy episode on some character aspects. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. they outside of that one scene, I don't think there's, there's much, action. much action. No, yeah, it and kinda... I was fine with that because like yes. a yeah. lot of these scenes really, really were and like, great. And like it was more like because you know, I mean, we're all. Sam's gonna hold the shield, like going at the end. Yeah. Before we that's watch the episode really five, like you know, that's yeah. what we're going to. Yeah. And like this episode is more like him now finding a reason. Yeah. Yep. Because it started off with him wanting nothing to do with the shield mm-hmm. yeah. because of what it means to you know for an African American to hold the shield. Yes. Or not. Yeah. And now it's like he's like trying to find reasons yes. to hold the yeah. shield, but people are giving him reasons not to. Mm-hmm. Um. He had a yeah. very deep conversation with Isaiah oh. Bradley about. Oh, man. Good I love that there. character. Yeah. I absolutely love that character and yeah. like his history and everything. Yeah. It's just the scene amazing. Yeah, where they're talking what it's just that was one of my favorite scenes of this whole episode of this whole series maybe. It was yep. just them sitting down on couches on furniture opposite each other just talking about what it means and like I thought it was just super powerful and um <clears throat> yeah, all all character driven and you just you really see yeah and that's that's what that scene's all about right dennis is like he he was there yeah to give isaiah bradley the shield yep. he's like you deserve it like you were a part of this history mm-hmm. like you deserve this so he's trying to give him the shield but he doesn't want anything to do with it yeah he, he knows what went into yeah like the, the meaning of having the shield yeah you know like this man's been experimented on because he was a lucky one that survived with the yeah. serum oh, so his reward stuff. was 30 years of experimentation to figure out what worked man yeah. look at this look at this I'm oh yeah goosebumps just oh, thinking yeah. about that scene um and like he lost his friends i mean his wife thought that he was dead yeah all this stuff and like he had it rough yeah because he served his country and got nothing got nothing out of it so it's just like, it. i love his character yeah like he's only been in two scenes and it's like yeah. they're the two of the strongest scenes in the mm-hmm. series so far for me and we get more like character development uh for bucky mm-hmm. um the scene with him and zemo i mean yeah. not as character driven as the, what sam went through in yeah. this episode but like yeah. this like he's not a 
killing machine, like killing. Yeah. He finally decided yeah. killing wasn't not like the answer. Yeah. For this, so you know, it's good to see that, you know, because I thought it was leading towards that, like he's still somewhat brainwashed, like he's just, mm. you know, because I thought it was leading to like him Zemo circus saying the words again or whatever. Oh, okay. And, yeah, uh, maybe. Whatnot, because, like, uh, you know, Zemo's telling them the only way they're going to beat the Flag Smashers is, like, you're going to have to be yeah, with the soldier. Yeah, you have to kill mm-hmm. the Carly. Yeah. Morgenthau. And so, you know. And just, I don't know, like, I'm enjoying the chemistry, like, each, uh, between uh, Sam and uh, Bucky, like, each episode gets stronger and stronger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he comes in, you know, helps build the boat and whatnot, mm-hmm. nice little montage, and, yeah. you know. You know the yeah. banter they have, and um, uh, yeah, and uh, we finally get to see them both really wear the shield in this one. They're mm-hmm. both out there mm-hmm. throwing it around like a frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of nice. Yeah, to see. Yeah, like we we've seen. Yeah, Bucky. Yeah, wield the shields several times yeah. throughout. Mm-hmm the mcu and yeah so seeing him hold it a couple more times it, it felt there was a few times in this episode where it kind of seemed like he was well specifically after the fight scene yeah. with john walker like right early on in the episode it seemed like he was kind of looking at it almost longingly like, yes. and then, but he picks it up just to like drop it off beside sam yeah. um so like it kind of and then there was yeah early in a, in a previous episode he's like if you're not gonna take it like yeah. give it to me or yeah. something uh, and like in this one they both talk to each other about like what this shield kind of means mm-hmm. then like they kind of had a conversation in like episode two where like the ladies like yeah he's gotta talk to each other mm-hmm. yeah but the, and then like they're both you know Bucky's like you know the shield's all I got left in this um, yeah. yes. life of mine yeah. like you know yeah. like, it's the closest thing to like a family member yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, they dance around the fate of Steve Rogers. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm all totally gone. fine with them just, like, saying he's gone, being totally vague. Yeah. Know, like, I don't yeah. need closure. Don't need a definitive yeah. answer. Like, you know, gone like, gone can mean he's dead. Gone dead. can mean, yeah, he's yeah, I'm, just I'm, gone. I'm like, he's fine with all that as or... long as, like, we literally do not see him down the road. I do not want to have Steve Rogers brought back for anything, even like a small cameo. Don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to see... We do get a cameo in this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that we do. We From it. a character that I'm not familiar with? Oh, uh, me neither. Julia Louise. Oh, Rice. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know she was... Did you know nope. she was appearing in this? I knew... Uh, I saw the headlines that this upcoming, like, you know... It was WandaVision all over again. Like, big cameo, big cameo. Big actor, award-winning actor in this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, it's going to be White Vision again. That's yeah. cool. Paul <laughs> Bettany's going to walk in. Yeah. And then, uh, so that was, like, uh, like, I was like, cool. Like, it was, like, finally someone new and, yeah, you know, mysterious. and Yeah. 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 Not, Yeah. I yeah, really don't. She know. introduced herself, and like I googled her after because it was just yeah, not a character I was yeah. familiar with. I'm not. Um, I just skimmed of, over it quick. I know she had ties with Shield and Fury at one point, but MCU wise, I kind of read like something. I don't know, like she's supposed like Black Widow is supposed to come out first, and allegedly she's 
Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, forgot yeah. that Black like, Widow was supposed to come out last yeah. year. Allegedly, but, yeah. she's somehow part of that movie yeah. too. So that oh. was kind of be like, because I remember there was a conflict I think between when they were delaying the movies that they had to delay the shows because they, you know, the interconnectivity yeah. all these have and whatnot. So, hmm. um, interesting. Um, so what do you think her intentions are? I mean, obviously to use John Walker for whatever her means are but well there's many things it could be like a twist on the thunderbolts this like mm-hmm. villain led or kind of group that she's working on it could just be uh you know she's kickstarting hydra over again you know yeah you know yeah. so yeah it seems it seemed pretty nefarious overall, oh, yeah, but like yeah. maybe it, it's not. Like yeah. it's it's too early to tell. I'd yeah. say, like I'd say, I mean, yeah, it, it's the bringer this late into this show too. Yeah, that yeah. left. She's clearly part of something yes. moving forward. Right? Yeah, whether it's like, you know, people keep on saying, "Oh, is there gonna be another season of this show?" They're not gonna announce another season of any Marvel show. Yeah, until they want it's, to. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. know, it's not like next year we're getting season two of this yeah you know it could be like four years from now <laughs> yeah mm. so uh so that, no, that was nice to that her character and yeah uh, and uh yeah so i don't know if we have much more to say i just like uh this show did like kind of a good job of like showing you know like the behind the scenes like we talked before about like uh sam not having money and stuff like that and then piggy carter getting like left behind and you know completely forgotten about and then, like, or not Peggy Carter. Sharon. Sharon, okay. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I really wasn't going to yeah. uh, I was. jump down your throat. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, what's up with her? Is, it, is that you what you're Well, no, and then it's her. just like, uh, we kind of see, like, a lot of people kind of getting dicked over. And, like, 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 John Walker obviously did something terrible. Like, he killed a person mm. in front of a bunch of people. But it's just like he got punished like super harshly, yeah. like didn't get benefits and stuff. And it's just like the Avengers have killed multiple people, like yeah. in the past. Where it's just like obviously and not such a, you know, in such a fashion as what John Walker had done. But it's just like we're seeing characters that are just you know like getting screwed over. Like yeah. John Walker really had good intentions. This was just a a slip. Yeah, yeah, but. I guess the big difference is, is like none of the Avengers were like super excessive about yeah. it's like okay that person is dead yeah. you were just like oh yeah uh desecrating a corpse at this point by like shoving oh, yeah. your your shield down into the into the body over and over like that and like oh yeah it was, it was very excessive sign an accord exactly yeah that's they true. had repercussions like it, yeah true, it wasn't where like yeah that's uh this is different where like this is someone that is just a military like a lifelong military person put into this role but he's you know yeah that's kind of what all all civil war was about right yeah. where it's uh reigning in yeah. the but like the they, they do put like a lot of emphasis on like everything he's losing yeah like he was one. stripped of everything like you know it's just like so like he is just anymore yeah. he loses benefits he yeah 
So it's just like obviously like what he did was super super excessive. Yeah, and it's just like this was his a big slip up for him that is going obviously going to have huge repercussions down the line because like he's got nothing left. Like they stripped him of absolutely everything. And then and then uh, I do kind of want to go back yet to Julia Louise Dreyfus' character like when she she tells him to go hey go talk to Lamar's family. Mm -hmm. She doesn't tell him to lie to them but he takes it upon yeah. himself to lie yeah you know because so like, sp- is the this parents... guy the, a great a good person like no he killed no he's and he, he go he she doesn't say like go and go tell, tell them, them that you this was specifically the, per- the guy yeah. that killed lavara yeah because they ask him like hey did you like what's the person <laughs> yeah did they kill lavara Yes. Yeah. It, I would never have let the person who killed Lamar get away. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Like is John? Yeah. John Walker definitely wasn't an overly likable person. Which comes back to like our when we discussed the first episode, where like you know, I was kind of concerned that they were gonna dive like really mm. deep into him being a bag or like an unlikable person, yeah. which they did, and which yeah. made handling the shield over super easy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a little bit unfortunate. Like, I would have liked to have seen that And they aspect, kind of, like, but... throw in a line where, like, like uh, Julie Weiss, right? Because she's like, oh, yeah, no one actually owns the shield. Mm-hmm. Like, they put, like, the point to be, like, you know, like, Sam's also not a bad guy for having the shield now. Yeah. Because you think it would be like, oh, he has the shield, we have to go get it from him. Yeah. yeah. It's ours, but it's like, oh, no, it's, no one actually owns it. Yeah. The government just says they it's theirs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Um, first episode with an after credit scene. Speaking of John Walker, mm-hmm. is it the first episode that has one? Oh, it is. Okay, it is. And uh, you know, it's just kind of making his own little shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah so obviously, <laughs> he plans on still being Captain America or some version of well, in the Captain comics, America. he's a U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah. So. so, yeah. And I'm assuming he's going after Carly and her group of. Thugs or you know, George St. Pierre is also trying to kill the Falcon. I completely forgot that he popped up in this, yeah. So you know, you know. It's all connected. Yeah. So yeah, so finale's next week. Can't wait. Clearly gonna get a new Falcon suit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, oh, the, yeah. The classic Captain you know, America. The classic ooh, open the briefcase, <laughs> credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. Um, I thought uh it would have been his, uh, what's his name, Torres? His little, I thought it was leading that he was making him a new suit. And then Bucky's just like, oh yeah, the Wakandans maybe this. Right, yeah. yeah. Is Torres a character in the comics? Because I feel like they're leading. Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I feel like he's, going he's, forward he becomes Falcon. Yeah, or he be- yeah okay. Because where he left him the wings is kind of, <laughs> I, I felt really. something was. Oh yeah. yeah he's I, like, he, he becomes Falcon. And, really? Okay. I I wish they would have dived a little bit more into his character then if they plan on that. But, I mean, maybe it's something they're working on in the future. Oh, there's, like, well, Isaiah Bradley's grandson's also in the show. He's Patriot, I think, in the comics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, They don't really delve too much in the... No. Um, You saw him for two scenes. Yeah, because in in the comics for what, like, you know, Sam, as Captain America, still had, like his wings yeah, and stuff yeah. like he was still he still had like you know he had like the shield but he had wings as well 
So, like, yeah, he really seemed like he was, like, I don't need him anymore. Or something. Like, what yeah. does he say when he's, like... You can have him. You can have him. Like, yeah, yeah, he had like, zero interest in... It seemed like he was saying, yeah, like, he's not... But, like, I'm hoping he's will. <laughs> like, I hope he has. Like, yeah. I hope he yeah. has the shield and uh, the wings. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't do that, right? Like, he's not the, just going to The wings seem around, pretty useful right? to use. I mean, yeah. he seems like he's pretty good with them. So. Right. He's, he's flying and be... throwing a disc at you? Yeah. He's screwed. He's yeah. Game over, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just put, lay down your arms, <laughs> you know? My God, I wish he would open that briefcase before the end of the episode. It was sitting there for a whole third of the episode. Just, just open it, Sam. Just open it. Yeah, so great stuff. Good, yeah. Um, yeah I really enjoyed this episode. Um, Before we wrap up this episode, do we want to do another live uh, what flick does Netflix Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh. This is going to be a movie. Universal Pictures. This, this is, is 40. 40. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Yeah. This is so, 40. I'm, I've, I, it sounds I've familiar. I meant to watch this. Yeah. I, I watched Knocked Up. Yeah. I like Judd Apatow. I like Paul Rudd. I like Leslie Mann. <laughs> okay, well, ending on that note. Yeah. Well, yeah. Episode 11. Thanks again, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. Thanks for watching. I still yeah. got beer left. <laughs> thanks for listening, Cheers. people. Ding. Cheers. <laughs>